Hi, welcome back. It's been ages. Yeah, it's been like six weeks. It's been a long time. I should probably say hi too. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like we haven't seen each other. We just haven't had a lot of time to do podcasts. Yeah. We've had a house full of, well, four screaming children and we're like, yeah, I'm not sure if we can be heard. <laughs> yeah. That is reality sometimes, but at the same time, you need to kind of separate from that to deliver the goods. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We've both had no, a lot going on as well. Yeah, no pressure. No. I just said that we're going to deliver the goods. <laughs> yes. Over so to Bronnie. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's all right. Oh, all this heavy weight I'm feeling, no. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, well, we, we want to talk about a few things today, yeah. um, but something that's come up with a lot of my coaching clients and um, within the community that I'm involved in is jealousy. So mm. what's your view on jealousy? I just wanted to ask your opinion. What, how do you see jealousy and what do you perceive it is? Well, can you give me an example of jealousy and then I'll be able to... So a common theme is I work with a lot of men that are seen in society as abusive to their partners. Okay. And when I start working with them, um, it takes a while, but their partners reach out and say, you know, I'm like, who is this bitch? You know, and they stalk the crap out of me on Facebook and they, you know, and then they get jealous because of, um, you know, I guess they, they see something in me that they don't have. So they, mm. you know, they then well, you project and I've been in this scenario. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Actually. So let's just take it back to us. Okay. Because we're important. <laughs> it's um, all about us if you haven't really noticed. <laughs> <laughs> but the situation that first come to mind was you and I had this discussion over my ex-boyfriend because he would come and talk to you, but yet he wouldn't talk to me. And I think you explained it perfectly at that point because I it made me feel like for me, I should... I should be able to provide that like why am I not the safe place for him to go and talk to because I have pro- I have solutions yeah like I've done in my mind I've done just as much work as you yeah so why isn't he coming to me yeah and I, th- I think that in you know in my mind I think that goes back to a man can be vulnerable with someone they can open up to but they never like to show that vulnerability to their partner because they like to be almost like the backbone for their partner and they don't want their partner to know that they have those weaknesses because they might see them differently or leave them or Mm. you know so they will never get that help from partners Mm. um you know i guess you can grow through your relationship and develop that type of communication especially when you're trying to break habits of shooting off at the mouth when your partner says something that triggers you Mm. um you know you've just got to be vulnerable like i know when i was changing um, or <laughs> facing some of the behaviours and shit I used to have, excuse me, and still have sometimes to this day. Um, you know, you, my ex-husband would say something and I'd fire off at the mouth and then I'd just turn around in front of him and say, Ex- you know, just excuse me, I've just picked up the fact that I've just done an old habit and I'm letting you know so that you know I'm aware of it rather than me just internalising that I'm aware of it and you going, you're not making any effort to mm. better yourself. Mm. Um, but we do judge ourselves. And the last person I ever wanted to open up to and be vulnerable around was my ex-husband. Mm. Isn't know? that odd? Like we choose to spend our lives with these people, yet we're so scared to be open up and be vulnerable with them. Yeah. Yet that's the thing that keeps the relationship going. I think I think it comes down to also um, 
when you're in a fight and nasty shit gets said, they yet they tend to use your vulnerabilities and the things you've opened up against you. Well, they can. Yeah. Well, that was my marriage anyway. Oh, it's been 90% of my relationships and I am probably the guilty party of doing that. It's oh, like yeah. you can open up and be vulnerable. I don't use that shit against you. Man, I've got a filing cabinet. Let me just open it up. Which one? <laughs> there goes which, the filing cabinet. <laughs> which situation relates to this? Oh, yeah, all of these ones. Let me throw them back in your face when you were kind and nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I ca- And only because I'm uncomfortable at, at feeling the kind and nice and I don't know how to perceive that, so I'm just going to turn it into a volatile argument mm-hmm. um, so that it makes sense to me and my brain understands what's going on. <laughs> it's purely out of defence. Yeah. That's why we do it. Yeah. it. We see it as a form of protection. Yeah. When it is. Like, essentially, when you look at the surface level, if you're throwing pain, for, if you're throwing pain then you're not feeling it. That's the logical reasoning behind why people do it, I'd Absolutely. say. Absolutely. Yet, you just haven't seen the pain that it's causing you. Yeah. So when you're throwing yeah. pain... You're only throwing pain because you feel pain. And for those who don't understand exactly what Shane's just said, um, the way I explain that or the first place I think of um, along my journey is when I used to say I used to avoid conflict, someone once said to me, how's it going internally? And it was in that moment that I realised by avoiding conflict externally, it wasn't that conflict didn't you know, exist, it was internally. Mm. I was shifting and altering myself to be who pleased others rather than what made me inspired and, you know, Mm. happy and, yeah, full of energy and all that sort of stuff. So, Mm yeah. Yeah, it's a bit crazy. So we started on jealousy. Um, (laughs) Then went down a little bit of a rabbit hole. Now we'll climb back out. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so for me, jealousy is just somebody feeling inadequate. Yeah. When comparing themselves to another person. Yeah, yeah. And the thing that we do, because, you know, um, oh, it's not really jealousy. It's probably more intimidation. I was on a um, business meeting with the company I work for and I was training new staff. And all of a sudden I saw my boss jump in and I froze. And I was like, that's how my Bronnie, Bronnie's on, in flow. Bronnie just delivers all of her stuff. What's the go? And I literally, vulnerably, in that moment, said to the whole team, Michael's just jumped in and I'm going to let you guys know the work I need to do because otherwise you won't understand it sort of thing. Mm. So I said to them, obviously there's either a greatness I see in Michael that I have not yet owned or there's an emotion around judgment or something like that, but I'll go and journal about that and, you know, identify exactly what it is. And he just took himself off mute and went, well done. Because mm. he instantly saw it. He goes, as soon as I, you saw I was on here, he goes, I saw you. Your mannerisms changed. You, your flow stopped. Like, he goes, so sort that. That's work this weekend. Mm. And I'm like, absolutely it is. No, not this weekend, today. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. today. <laughs> because, you know, I used to beat myself up about that sort of stuff mm. and go, this is completely off subject, but... Um, you know, go, oh, you know, get off the off the meeting or whatever and go, oh, you're stuffed up, you look like an idiot, yeah. you know, you know the knowledge, what are you doubting yourself for? And I didn't know how to break that down and identify where it exists in my life because nothing's ever missing. Mm. It's all there and, you know, it's just in what form does it exist in my life? Yeah. Yeah, so and I think that's, that's a impor- gift. That's an important question to ask when you are feeling jealous is like, 
say for example excuse me if you just heard my belly rumbling <laughs> oh the face you just pulled um <laughs> seriously we need a video uh, camera we do um oh that just completely broke my state no that's what I was going to say. So that, that question that you just asked before is a really important question in when comparing like the situation that we were in, for example, where my ex-boyfriend would come and ask you advice and you for help. And I'm like, but I have the exact same fucking knowledge that she does. Why aren't you listening to me? Yeah. So I felt unheard and unseen and unloved and just not intelligent, I guess. So I said, okay, so where am I? Well, I have to have some tie because he's with me. He's not with her. He's with me. So what do I bring to the table? So I had to go through and identify that or else that would have internally destroyed me, therefore our relationship. Yeah, and then when you actually opened up and told me about it, and, you know, for those who are listening, when you have a friendship like this, when you can be so open about that sort of stuff, Mm. it really takes you next level. And we always thought in our friendship we couldn't go any any more closer or connected than what we are and then we learned all this stuff and we're like holy shit there's a new level of connection wow but you admitted to me in that moment that um you asked me something and I said oh I don't know um you don't you don't ask me about that anymore just ask your coach yeah and you went that's funny and I'm like what and you said that's what my ex-husband used to say about you he had the knowledge yet you I used to ask you so it's the same situation and you you learned to own that and went oh and had a sort of a realization that my husband actually had my ex-husband actually had that my best interest yeah he was trying to he was trying to teach me and help me move forward and I just saw it as an attack yeah yeah absolutely yeah isn't that funny yeah but it's a big thing to admit oh fuck yeah yeah absolutely yeah going into yourself and seeing where you've thought you've done really good at the time and then you're like oh I didn't even see it in that way yeah like what you just explained yeah and it's easier to project and blame others like look at my trip here this morning I told you I'd be here at 10 a.m and it's 10 to 11 when I got here and I was just like, oh, the kids wouldn't cooperate. The traffic was horrible, rah, rah, rah. And then I stopped and looked at you and went, well, now that I've projected and blamed everyone else, it was really the fact that I was pussyfooting around and I didn't get my ass into gear and that's what made us late. <laughs> I knew what I had to do on the way over here. Yeah. I was just, it, it's on me, but projection sounded good at the time. <laughs> you know, like, because then obviously once I was really late, you know, of course you get stuck behind someone doing 40 in a hundred zone, forty in a hundred—that's a hazard. Yeah. Move the fuck over, woman. It's Get out of my way. It's a hazard when you're behind you. Oh, it's a hazard when I'm behind you. I've got somewhere to be, and I'm already late due to my own actions. <laughs> Get moving. Find your accelerator. <laughs> so move your ass so I can feel better about yeah, myself. Yeah, move your ass so I can feel better about myself. That's right. But it's an—it's a natural thing that people do. It is. Um, and yeah, like it—it's good when you turn that table and and learn how you used to blame, shame and justify and then own it within yourself. This is a completely different topic to what we started That's on. That's okay. But this I like how the we flow. Roll. Yeah. We're just going to keep rolling with this too. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Now we're both going blank. Yeah, yeah. Now we're like, <laughs> oh, break stake. Um, so, yeah, I found that I used to be really jealous. I used to be that girlfriend that if we're walking along the beachfront and, you know, there's always that hot, gorgeous woman that's got the buns you could bounce bounce bloody coins off mm. wearing a g-banger face down with no bra on and you look at your partner like oh go on 
look. Dare. I dare you to look. You see how horrible your afternoon's going to be if you look. Yeah. And Just was, afternoon. You're generous. My husband <laughs> at the time was so crafty because he'd just wear his sunnies and he had a good peripheral vision and side so he'd be staring straight ahead but his eyes would be on that woman yeah i can see behind your glasses i'm standing right next to you i can yeah. see where your pupils are yeah i'm not stupid and then you go what's wrong i'm nothing what's wrong nothing and i'd literally put him through hell for the afternoon just because i was insecure about my body that's not his shit yeah that's mine yeah but that's where my jealousy came from i perceived that she had something better than me and now I see that as a, if I felt that way, I'd be like, okay, why am I feeling these emotions around that area of my life? Is it because there's more potential in that area of my life that I'm not stepping up to? And then I go and like, I just digress about it all and, and open up and then realize, huh, yeah, there is an area I could improve and I'm not stepping into my greatness. And that is a gift because it just showed me that, you know yeah. what I mean? Like rather than, I haven't felt jealousy for years. Mm. I really couldn't give a shit. I'd send her, I'd, I used to say to him, oh, that's fine. Do you want me to write out the sympathy cards that I keep in my bag so that I can be like, here, spend the rest of your life with him. Here's your sympathy card. Like, <laughs> I feel sorry for you. <laughs> he is untrained, very stubborn, pig-headed. Oh, oh a little bit of me. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, do I need to get the mirror on? <laughs> no, no, babe, no. I own that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good. Oh, that's funny. I never used to. No. Oh, I'm like, oh, he's done this and he's done that and he's done that. You know, Friday night, a couple of wines. Well, no, what am I saying? Wines for beers or bourbons, whatever we were drinking at the time. And I'd just have a big old whinge. Not for one second would I own any of the shit myself. Absolutely it's always not. his fault. Yeah. Poor bugger. Oh, well, it's part of the evolution. But now we argue. Oh, it's funny when we argue now because if I'm all up in my shit and I've just had a, you know, a stressful day or whatever, I just turn around and... I don't know, I like dribble out of my mouth. I'm just all, you know, feminine and just blah, 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 blah. And he just goes, you can either start an argument with me or you can talk to me about what the actual issue is and we can have a conversation. But if you're looking for an argument, go and argue with yourself in the mirror because I'm not involved. And I'm like, burn. And in that moment, you've got to sit there and go, yeah, I was, a, I was about to start that just to get a release. What else can I do for a release? Oh, go into the gym, you know, go and read a book. Go and do some meditation. Go and do some mindset work. Get yourself sorted. Mm. Um, but that was never a thing. Normally, if I'd pick a fight, he's in. Gloves on, let's go. I wonder go. if you could constructively fight. I wonder if you guys could come, like, if if it's possible. We to do come now. to an agreement to go, I need to release, and I really want to release by arguing. Can we just have an argument and, like, so I can have the release, you can have the release, and then go back to normal? Yeah, no, we don't really... A, could, do you reckon that's possible though? I reckon that would be possible because do you even the other night, men fight and then they become yeah. best mates. Yeah, they could punch each other's faces out and have a beer five minutes later and yeah. shake hands and be like, "That was good, buddy." Maybe that is possible. Yeah. It's just because they've got no release for their masculine energy, mm. so they end up taking out on someone else they perceive as better than them. Maybe that's why we look for fights too, because we're looking for a release for our masculine energy. Yeah, because both of us have to, in our roles, in our jobs, have to be very masculine and. Yeah. You know, set those boundaries, be direct, have the future planning, Work. systems in place, all that sort of stuff. And that that needs masculine energy. I actually have completely flipped my energy at work. I'm way more feminine now. I've had that shift in the last... It feels a bit weird for me, though. The last probably two weeks, I'm like, oh, my Lord, like, how feminine am I? Like, yeah. even I helped a friend move some of her plants 
I won't say some because she owns a jungle. Excuse me, which I'm totally going to judge because I'm not a green thumb. I don't know how she keeps them all alive. It's like she's got 50 children. Um, but I picked up one. There was a spider on it. That was enough for me. I said, that spider nearly got me. She says, Bronnie, it's no bigger than a five-cent piece. It nearly got me, and it was a spider. <laughs> now I'm going to sit on a chair and watch you load that van of your own 50 plants all by yourself. That's enough for me. And she goes, me being a bit of a princess. And I said, hmm. And I sat there and went, actually, I am being really feminine. Like, I stubbed my toe or hit my finger. I'm like, ow, that really hurt. She's looking at me like, what is with you? And I'm like, I don't know, but it feels weird. Like, <laughs> normally I'm do like. You, do you know what it is? What? What? Really? Yeah, no, I have no idea. It's my own shit, babe. You can't ever see your own shit. Yeah, that's true. Tell a bitch. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Are you surrounded by mostly masculine people at the moment? Yes. So is that allowing you space to step back into your feminine? Yes. That is so right in front of my face. And how did I not even see that? Because as you just said, we don't see our own shit. That is, but isn't it funny when someone points it out, you're like, oh, <laughs> there it is. Yeah. 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 I love having coaches in my life. Hey, yeah. you just have a conversation and ask a question and they ask one back and it's almost like they bitch slap you through the phone. You're like, yeah, thanks. I needed that. I prefer to do it to your face though. I know you do. Well, really? Hadn't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. But yeah, Actually, not going to lie. I prefer to do it to your face too because the facial expressions are really great. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely they are. Yeah. But you helped me out a couple of weeks ago on a Sunday. Yeah. I woke up with and I don't know why I woke up feeling that way, but I had massive doubt about my intelligence and my knowledge. And your ability. And my ability. Yeah. And I was doing my mindset work around it, but I was so stumped. And you patiently sat on the phone with me for over an hour, just trekking through it. And then when it hit, it was just tears, and yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and understanding. And that opened up a whole new level of stuff. And, you know, to have that quality in your life and also to have you which is completely different to everyone else because you know my whole life story from the age of 12 mm. so you know you're linking it before I even see it because like I said you don't see your own shit right did I and then you <laughs> ask the quality questions around it and then I'm like oh my god it's this isn't it and you just sit there with a big grin on your face or you're silent on the other end of the phone and I can see your grin I can feel it <laughs> I, it's almost like I, I hear your cheeks separate like or your mouth just smile and and I'm like oh, and you knew that the whole time didn't you and you're like yeah like a week ago and I'm like how about telling a bitch like <laughs> it's not no but this has been my favorite fucking saying at the moment it's your lesson to learn not my lesson to teach I said that the other day because yeah. I know somebody that's cheating on somebody right yeah in a relationship and I was talking to a friend about it. Well, they were actually asking me advice because they've got the same situation. Mm. And they're like, do I, do I give him 24 hours to tell her? Do I do this? Do I do that? So, well, I've got a similar situation in my life. And I said, why is it for me to step in and make it my drama? Mm. Yeah, but if you feel for the friend, you know, you'd let them know. And I'm like, but if I take that challenge and that lesson and learning away from them, they're only going to come up against it in the next relationship. Mm. They need to find out and learn their lesson themselves. It's yeah. not for me to set my, you know, and but a couple of years ago or four years ago before I knew any of this stuff, I would have taken away that pain, gotten involved and gone, you know what, you have 24 hours to tell her because if not, I am. I love her too much not to say anything. Mm. You know what I mean? But now I'm like, nope, not my circus, not my monkeys. Yeah. It's their lesson to learn. 
I've had to learn it in my own life and I don't want that pain to be repeated for them. So mm. why would I take that away? Mm. A lot of people don't understand that though. And I was there once. I, if someone had said to me, I know a man that's cheating on a woman and the woman's my best friend or whatever. And I just be like, fuck that. Hurt my bestie. I'm in, you know, like I, it was full protection, but I, I don't protect others mm. as much. What a reality actually. I'm like, boom, I don't protect others as much as I used to. <laughs> but the only thing I was trying to do was protect, uh, protect them from the pain that I'd already received and and learnt from. Mm. But by doing that, I was taking their lesson away from them. And then th- there they are, 12 months later in the same situation. Doing the same thing. Yeah. Mm. So I can see heaps of shit on a daily basis in people's lives and it's just not my place to step in. Yeah. If they ask me for help, I'm all there. Yeah. But if they don't ask, it's not my place. Yeah. Yeah. I've been that, a bit that's projecty a hard... lately, actually, so I've had to rein in on that. Yeah. yeah. That's actually really hard to learn that lesson as well, especially yeah. when, like for me, because my highest value is to be of service. So when I see other people in pain, it's like, I, or I can see them repeating a pattern that I've recognized within myself, or if I can see where I can add value to help them realize something, it that's my double-edged sword is like what is I have to stop and I say what is the best outcome here yeah what is best for the people who are involved yeah and sometimes that is me um speaking up yeah sometimes it's for me to sit the fuck down yeah and just let it play out I have that level as well because in the end if someone's life is in danger I'm stepping in Mm. if it's just perceived pain from someone cheating not my place to step in but if I think someone's life is in danger Mm. um then yeah definitely I'm stepping in and that's like a um relationship I formed with one of my nieces she would open up to me about everything and I told her mum I will not repeat anything to you unless I perceive her life's in danger and she goes what do you mean by that I'm like, if your daughter starts taking drugs and she opens up to me about it and it gets to the point where it's not just a habit, it's a habit, like it's a volatile habit, then her life's in danger and that's what I'm going to let you know. Mm. But if it's nothing like that, then I will not repeat what your daughter tells me because I need that trust with her. Mm. And I'd said the same thing to my my niece. And, um, you know, that that boundary had to be set. Mm. But, you know, it's, um, it's it's that fine line between do I, don't I. Yeah, you know, like because my my sister has to learn lessons as a mum, and her daughter has to learn lessons as a daughter. You know, growing up in her journey. Yeah, and I'll be in here, but I won't invade and go. You need to tell your mum that. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and do you know how hard it is when you know your niece has lost her virginity, and you can't tell your sister. Yeah, <laughs> but she's not in danger. Yeah, true. I said to her, you know, did you use protection? She's, yeah. And I said, oh, yeah. And so, how, you know, how do you feel? You know, she spoke to me about it. And, yeah, and, and my sister, I had drinks with her a month later or something. She's like, oh, I just don't know how to prepare myself for the moment where my daughter's sexually active. And I'm like, oh, just swallow and, like, use your inside face, Bronnie. She's going <laughs> to Fake it, you. fake it, fake it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And in that moment, I didn't tell her because it's none of her business. It's for her daughter to open up and tell exactly. her. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that so, that is a hard situation. So... One thing I've had drilled into me this week is um, <laughs> their reaction is not my responsibility. Any emotions or anything that I did is my responsibility. So that's what come, helps me answer the question, like, what is the best outcome for this? Am I triggered by it? So if, I've, if I'm in a situation where I feel the need to speak up, I dig into why do I feel the need to speak up? 
why do I, is this something that I'm trying to fix because it's something I haven't fixed within myself? Yeah. Or do I actually see me adding value in this situation? Is there some way that I can actually help or at least ask a question that will steer them in the right direction and is it my place to do so? That's really good too because one of the biggest lessons I've learnt along this journey is I've completely lost my train of thought. (laughs) You said something. What did you just say? Lots of wisdom. Um, (laughs) I love it. I love it. That's what I said. Um, I said something along the lines of like their, their reaction is not my responsibility. I'll take, I'll take responsibility for what I did up until that point. Yeah. But then after, after that, like, it's not my responsibility. Yeah. How they react. I still don't, I still don't have it. Um, oh, there was a really good point I was going to make. It'll probably come back to me. It's all good. Just okay. having a, a brain fart over this way. Awesome. <laughs> Cause it's like you started I, I caught it in my mind and then you started talking about something else and then I'm like, oh, now I've got another story relating to that. And then I'm like, oh, what was that previous one? That was really good. Like, <laughs> So just go with your second story. Yeah, it's gone too now. It's gone now. <laughs> awesome. That's very good. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh, dear. Mm. That's about all the wisdom I have at the moment. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'll have a bit more this afternoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you're about to do a coaching session with your coach. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I always look forward to hearing your lessons from there. Because, oh, that's another thing we realised um, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, we've realised it for a while. If you're going through something and I haven't gone through it yet, I know within a week or two it's happening to me. Our entanglement is oh, next yeah, level. It is. Or if I ring you and go, oh, this has been happening, Rara, you're like, bullshit, the same yeah. thing's happening to me. I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> but then we share our different perspectives, which opens up our mind's eye to the actual situation you're like oh fuck I never saw it like that and I'm like oh shit never saw it like that you know like but our entanglement is something that's become really clear over the last couple of weeks yeah Um, and do you know what's funny about that is that you and I have spent less time together over the last few weeks yeah so maybe that's what's keeping us close so to speak yeah is our entanglement even though we don't going through our lives separately but still the same thing yeah 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 we um even though we don't need to be you know pissing in each other's pockets to be best friends we we could spend oh no not months apart no. i got a little bit of anxiety <laughs> when i just went to say months apart better bit issues no but um i love the, the best part i love about not spending a lot of time with you for a few weeks is that first hug yeah when i walk in the door yeah um and my i just got a vision of a hug that we had at uh, your house when you were in redcliffe which was the morning before I broke my back. And I've got that yeah. post of, you know, when you haven't seen Bestie in over four oh, weeks and yeah. we had this beautiful cuddle with these yeah. beautiful, you know, smiles on our faces. You couldn't get the smile off our faces. Yeah, we weren't smiling for very long, were we? Because it was under an hour and my back was broken in two places. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's what my brain just showed me then. When, yeah, I, cool. uh, when you said that, just to relate everything. Yeah. <laughs> broken back. Anyway, we started talking about jealousy. We did. But this is what we do, and I think we're very flow today because we're both feminine. We were going to do two podcasts. Now we don't have time for two podcasts, but I think we've delivered fuckloads of value in that one. Yeah. And did you notice that's the first time either of us has swore? Really? Yeah. No. Who are we? What? That when I just said fuck them was the first time I've ever saw. Oh, no, look, I think I've said it a couple of times. I just think it's that fluent with me these days. It's not picked up on. No. We're going to have to go back. Do you, do you ever listen to our podcasts? Yeah. Well, maybe I should start doing that. 
<laughs> Sometimes actually, I do. I, uh, I've had a bit of feedback actually, which is really cool. Um, there's a few people who are becoming more aware that I've, you know, connected with and they've come back with honest feedback about um, when they watched one of my lives. It was one of my, you know, projecty, arrogant, cocky lives. Mm. And I said, oh, Bronnie, Bronnie came out in that form, did she? Yeah, well, she serves a purpose and it is very blunt, and, you know. Um, but then they said, you know, only because of everything that other people say about you, I gave you a second chance and listened to your next live and I realised how different of a person you could be. And then I went and owned the first one and now I just absolutely love your content and your, you know, you, I do a, an hour live on Facebook every Friday and mm. it's, um, yeah, they're like, now I can, now I can get your delivery and now I can actually learn and grow from the loads of information that you share. Mm. And I'm just like, thank you for adding value to my life and mm. taking the time out to be not only vulnerable, raw, open, not knowing what my reaction is going to be. Um, and I'm just like, that's, that adds value. Thank you. And it also, you know, it's a moment of reflection for me to see how far I've grown, how mm. far I've come um, from, and basically if I'm, if I'm projecting like that and I'm very cocky and, and rude and it's normally because I've got shit going on and I haven't done the work before I do a podcast. Really? <laughs> yeah. hadn't noticed. No, me neither. Oh. <laughs> oh, anyway, going to wrap it up. Yeah. Sweet. All right, listen to us gas bag for another 30 minutes of your time. Give us your feedback, send us your inboxes. Mm. Thanks for actually taking time out of your day to listen to us because that that actually means a fuckload, a lot. Absolutely. A lot. There's your second swear word, boom. I know. Um, I do that, that's a protection mechanism. And thank you to our um, followers or the people that religiously listen to our podcast. And have been screaming for more podcasts. Oh, my God, I get like... Oh, look, I'm going to say at least four messages a week over the mm. last six weeks when we haven't recorded going, mm. um, just checking in to see what date you and Shane are recording. And, and if you record on that day, when are you going to release more? Like I've <laughs> double listened to everything and I'm like, oh, okay. I need more. Thank you for the swift kick in the ass. Yeah. We will make time. We will. Um, and it's just because we've had, you know, commitments with, with children and... Um, it just hasn't worked out. Well, no, I just wanted to avoid the challenge of having my children while doing podcasts and now they're in the room un- straight underneath us right now and they're, you know, behaving. I gave them the mum look and the rundown <laughs> and I said, I just need you to be quiet while I'm, you know, recording podcasts, please. And we had a bit of a chat and they're like, yeah, but what if, you know, I feel this and I'm like, then you remove yourself from the other person. And so we went through all that sort of thing. Mm. Like, yeah, otherwise they just go in full and brawls. Like, but they try and silently fight. But mm. you can feel the energy. Mm. Mm, little well, shit you can. Sometime. Yeah, I can. And then I'm like distracted and I'm like, oh, you wait till I'm out there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes they, um, like, because I coach of a night time and, you know, I spend time with them and then I do my coaching sessions and I say to them, okay, I've spent my time with you now. I've got my coaches. I need you to be quiet. They literally could have an argument straight outside the door where I'm coaching. Mm. And I'm like, they know as soon as I'm out of that room, they just go, we love you, mum. Good night. And they just head straight to bed because they're like, oh, yeah, no. Nah. What's that trying to teach you? I don't know. What? Oh. Oh, throw it at me. Well, if you've explained yourself to your children and they're not respecting your boundary that you've set, what is that teaching you? It teaches me that I'm not clear and precise with my expectations of them or what I require of them in that time. I normally just go, mum's coaching, I need you to be quiet, and I walk out. Mm. Whereas today, differently, I've said... 
mum's doing this, the importance of this to mum is this, um, you know, the impact that mum makes from this is this, it's something that I enjoy doing with Aunty Shane, uh, you know, and I just said to them, you know, so what do I require from you? And they, they repeated it back in their form and, you know, they had their questions. So it was just more communicate and, and clarity um, with exactly what my expectations were. And they have, I haven't even heard my kids since I've been here. And did you speak in their values this morning? Yes, I spoke in their values rather than projecting mine onto them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nailing this parenting thing. Fuck yeah. I need an award this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I survived. 2020. Mm. I think everybody deserves the I Survive 2020 award this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thanks for tuning in this week. Yeah. Um, I love how we said thank you about three minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, and then we just... got another tangent. Sounds like our phone call. It is. It's like, okay, I've got to go now. I've got to do this, this, and this. Oh, you know what I was thinking the other day? And then it's 20 minutes, half an hour later, babe, I've really got to go. And then the other person will say something, and then it's like, oh, right, it's two hours. We've got to go, man. We've got to go. Um, yeah, anyway, if you want to get in contact with myself, um, Bromwyn Kogan Coaching on Facebook or Bromwyn Kogan on normal Facebook. Uh, what's my name? Shane Yard. <laughs> That's Basie. funny. On Facebook. Um, Perspective Coaching still going. Hasn't had a lot of love recently. No, I don't think mine has either. Or oh, the couch with B and C. Oh yeah, that's probably like considering that's our podcast. It's probably the way to contact us. To be fair. Yeah. 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 Just send just us send us your requests and give us some um, subjects for our listeners, our our loyal listeners. You know, or new listeners, give us some subjects that you would like us to cover. If we're not educated in that area. Challenge accepted. We'll become educated. And or we'll call share. the expert in. Or we'll call the expert Because we know a few. Yeah, we do. Like, if you sit back and think about, like, the community we're involved with, I'm pretty sure in every area of life we could call an expert in. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they would... And they would share a lot more because, say, in the area of health, you and I know what we know for our journeys. Yeah. Whereas they specialise in health. So exactly. they've got a lot more... Yeah. Um, information. And so depth knowledge. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. We're going to say bye again. <laughs> <laughs> Third time lucky. This is usually how it goes. See, this is usually how it goes. You're welcome for seeing how our conversations go. Yeah. All okay, right. Now we're, gonna... we're really going to hang up. No, you yeah. hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang right. Up. <laughs> Lots of love, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.